Spreading faster than a case of the clap in a trailer court. Able to shatter eardrums within a 666 mile radius. A podcast more brutal than all the rest. It's Murder Metal We have the privilege of doing this interview with guitarist Will Wagstaff and singer Knox Colby of The Band Enforced. You guys shred and just released your new album, Kill Grid, on Century Media. We appreciate you taking the time to do this interview with us here at Murder Metal Mayhem. I have my co-host, Chris C.K. Kovacs, also known as the Great Metal Motherfucker, on with me. We're influenced by New York hardcore, so... I think even though Enforce maybe has a little more, um, you know, thrash hinge to it, um, we're definitely influenced by like AF, Madball, Murrah, cool. yeah, Chromags, obviously. So, um, yeah, I think we're kind of a, in, in some respects, kind of a typical crossover band. You know, we, we really like to get like the thrash metal and the hardcore mixed together and, you know, put it in a blender. And uh, this is what comes out. Because I, mean, I know it's kind of weird being in Virginia. I think it's Municipal Waste is also from Virginia, Virginia too, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they got they got the um, I know they got the um, hardcore influence on them too. So definitely cool. Mm-hmm. I definitely hear a variety of of sounds when I hear you guys thrash, death, hardcore, and just straight up heaviness. Um, it seems like you guys just kind of put it all in a blender and then out came Enforced, for sure. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, a relatively fair assessment. Um, we definitely pull from a lot of the spectrum of, of like, aggressive music. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of nice thing about our band that we can play not, around with it. Yeah, not, and not necessarily have to be, like, beholden to one heavy genre. It definitely works, in my opinion, because you guys definitely kick ass. Thank you. How's it being signed to a bigger label like Central Media? They seem to be pushing you guys in the um, new album, Kill Grid. Um, do you have a nice relationship with them? Yeah, I would say we do. Um, we we've worked we worked really closely with putting out Kill Grid. It was kind of a team effort, and um, and, and we it took a it took a you know a lot of effort on both sides of the uh of the band and album or record label relationship and uh they've been spot on the entire way and very helpful cool it seems like they're they're a straight up um label um and you got that kind of independent feel with them and but you got the um the um distribution of a major so it's kind of cool for you guys yeah yeah yeah, and speaking of labels, I mean, how important do you guys feel labels are in metal today with the internet, with social media, and bands being able to do some of that kind of stuff on their own? But what do you guys think? Um, I think I think they're they're more important than I think I was aware of. Um, just never really ever thinking I was ever going to be on a on a big record label like Century Media. I didn't think too much about it, but um. Now that we're here, um, they're super helpful. 
and um, reach markets and demographics and people that you never would have expected to uh, to reach. Um, so the distribution and um, putting um, putting your your album in people's faces uh, is a huge help. Yeah, I think it. I think it depends on what you want to do with your band. So, like, what are your goals and like, where do you want your band to go? And depending on that, the answer to that question, then I, I think you can kind of determine whether a label is is something that you you uh, maybe need or what even want to try to pursue or anything like that. Um, now, obviously, we're going through um, coronavirus and all this crap. Um, how did the pandemic affect the recording and the release of Kilgrid? Yeah, um, it, uh, the recording, not so much. Um, we started recording it before there was any lockdown or quarantine or anything. Um, so most of it was recorded and then vocals took a little bit longer, but nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, in terms of the release, um, I think it was originally supposed to come out last like August or something like that. Uh, oh, damn. Got, yeah. Once, once all of our, like, we had a few tours and a few irons in the fire for other tours. Once all those got scrapped, it was kind of like, okay, what's the point? Right, right. That's cool. Now, who did the artwork for the album? It is definitely dark, and it really fits, I think, the tone. Like CK pointed out, you guys definitely have an underground feel, even though you have a really good quality recording. But who did the art? Uh, Joe Patagno had done the art. Um, he's just a, he's a metal legend, man. So, you know, we, 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 hit, we got to hit up like some of our favorite artists for this record, and um, and he we communicated with him really well and he, he seemed interested and was willing to work with the, the small budget that we had. And, um, so yeah, that's, that's, who did the art. Is that the same guy who did the, um, your first album? No, Dwid from integrity did our, Oh, Dwid did that. No shit. Yeah. And then, um, Joe is probably most famous for doing like the motorhead artwork. Yeah. Uh, but he's also done a ton of like he did the genocide pact art. Um, he's done a ton of like more modern bands as well. So I think it's kind of nice that he tries to he just continues to do stuff even though he's you know an old punker. Yeah. That's definitely cool. Well, um, so moving forward, are there obviously um, are there any touring plans or will you guys do any live streaming events like? Um, some other metal bands have been doing lately. Yeah, we um, we definitely talked about that a lot. I mean, we, there's there's not really a like there's not a set date, you know, when stuff reopens. So I, there's not really a whole lot of touring that is people know is going to happen. So I think from the agency perspective and and the guys that are working their asses off to try to book this stuff, like it's almost not worth them necessarily book up until we know that stuff's going to happen. I know stuff is being booked, but um, we don't necessarily have, we don't have anything like set in stone books. Um, but we do, I hope we're going to, we're going to have some kind of like, you know, live stream like yeah. stuff. Like we've well, been doing be a lot awesome. of asset stuff. Um, so way more than we had ever done in the past. So I think we, we really enjoy doing, doing that kind of stuff and might, might continue to do that. If, if it looks like Torian's going to, you know, hold off for a whole lot longer, you know, maybe do some more music videos or something like that. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. I think we like would 
we like to have fun with it and, and just do our thing. I mean, I know, I, I know most of your revenue comes from touring and, and uh, oh, yeah. merchandise and, and we on the show, we try to push to make sure, you know, people are buying the physical CD or buying shirts mm-hmm. of your band, you know? Right. I bought a shirt, CK. I bought a shirt. You bought the physical. You bought the I physical. That one. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I was just like, man, I like, like CK said, we try to support the bands. I think me and CK have personally kept indie merch alive during the pandemic. So we bought buy a lot of stuff. And if I can't find it there, I go to the band and try to get it that way. So now, what are some bands that you guys dig that maybe our listeners might not know about? Because I'll tell you what, we have found so many killer bands from talking to bands about the others that they jam with, maybe in their area of toured with or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Good good question. Yeah. Uh, I would say check out Destruct. Um, two of our members are in that band. and uh, Oh, cool. If you're, uh, if you're a fan of uh, Discharge or any uh, D-beat, uh, that's really good, crusty punk. Cool. Nice. Yeah, I would say um, Dead Heat. That's a band from LA. Um, definitely got kind of like a SoCal thrashy vibe, yeah, um, suicidal. suicidal type type moment. Oh, cool. And then um, Foreseen is one of my favorite kind of modern crossover bands. They're from um, Helsinki. Um, and yeah, I would say check check at least those two bands out. Check Destruct out. And, nice. But I think oh, High Command, High Command, High Command's great. Yeah, uh, great band from uh, Massachusetts. Awesome, awesome. Now, um, who would you say, or who would you guys say influenced you the most at the instrument you play in the band? Who influences me the most in terms of what I do? Yeah, like yeah. as a guitar player exactly. and, and Knox as a singer. Um, yeah. Um, I would say like performing definitely like and, and my delivery. I would definitely say Max Cavalera. Um, he's been like a a huge inspiration to me since I was little. He's so, an icon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's the he's the goat in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so I. <laughs> I don't want to say I mock him, but I'm trying to emulate him as much as I can. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah, I would say, I mean, I love like Hanneman, obviously, is a huge influence. Um, oh, yeah. And then, like, I love Glenn Tipton's playing. I think he, he's like probably one of my he's favorite. He's tasty, I, man. He's like amazing. Yeah. So, like, obviously we don't play stuff that's necessarily like that but uh, pretty right the way that but no i hear the slayer yeah. when i hear you you that's saw my review i did i hear that. slayer morbid angel like that old school death metal mm-hmm. harmony stuff i dig it uh definitely um uh, max it's- though that's cool that you said that Knox. i i was trying to think of who you sounded like and i it's good that i couldn't think of anybody so i definitely think you have your own sound and that's that's important obviously i've heard a lot of really weird ones like uh <laughs> i mean i was like celine dion yeah it was i mean that would be a good <laughs> air supply <laughs> martin, martin from um, pestilence and asphyx that that's the one that i always hear huh interesting i, I, could, I, could, I, interesting. I could see that i could hear that yeah that's cool 
Well, did you guys want to add anything? Let us know uh, anything we didn't ask you that you want to put out to our listeners so they can find out where you're at. I know you're on Facebook and the social media spots. Yeah. Yeah. I would say definitely just follow us on those. That's where we're like, you know, if we do any live stream stuff or throw any updates, that's where it's going to be at. So it's yeah. just at, at enforced RBA. Um, yeah. But other than that, I get to grab the album, listen on digitally on Spotify or whatever. Um, they hit us up on uh, enforced RBA uh, on Bandcamp, And if you like what you see, we got all the merch up there as well. So, yeah, and I'll link to that in the episode description. So anybody listening, scroll down, and I'll link to their merch page and their uh, their social media spots, so you guys can like them, follow them, and do all that good shit. So awesome. Go ahead and close it out, CK. Um, thank you guys so much for talking with us. Um, here at Metal, May- Metal Mayhem, wish you the best of luck with um, your new album. It's fucking amazing amazing um keep in touch with us we're going to um play the song hemorrhage so our listeners can hear how brutal you guys are because you guys are definitely fucking brutal hell yeah well i keep changing which song i want to listen to the most and Drug. today it's there's, hemorrhage there's, yeah, there's it's not, fucking one, bad there's not one fucking bad song on the album so you, blood you ribbon is a close second yeah it's badass guys so thanks for doing this and good luck with everything thank y'all respect appreciate it Thank you guys. Bye, man. Later.
man.